This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. gentlemen and welcome to another digital citizen episode 197 Ooh, it's getting close um hello luke hi for hi everybody how's it going it's going pretty good good yeah i'm working on a top secret project that i guarantee you will hear about in three weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. Top, top secret project I'm working on. Cool. Mm-hmm. Three weeks is episode 200 of this podcast, so I'm assuming that's what it's for. That should be exciting. Maybe. Maybe. We're not going to do anything super crazy, but we'll have special guests and a few other things for episode 200. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of funny. We already know that we will have a tournament. I think that's if we we make another hundred show, we will have the same tournament in one on the three hundred, four hundred, <laughs> and so on. Yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a very good thing to do. Every hundred episode, have a tournament about what is the best name of an episode. <laughs> um, hey, do you know what you can do if you are uh, love this podcast? You can share it with your friends because sharing is caring. It's absolutely free. This podcast we do right now that you are listening to is absolutely free to years. We don't ask you for money. If you want to donate, contact Luke. But. Uh, what is free is actually telling your friends. Post it on Twitter, Instagram, uh, WhatsApp, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, can you think of anyone? Uh, Kick. Right. Somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Facebook. Maybe yes. don't be on Twitter anymore after this week, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we'll get into it when we get into the news, but uh, yeah, share the podcast out there with people so it gets out to uh, multiple people. Seems like viewer uh, listenership has gone down a little bit during the summer months, but it's not yeah. anything huge. I think it's just because it's the summer, people are doing other stuff than listening to podcasts. Probably go back up yeah. in the winter again. Uh, 
I, I think maybe we should change the whole format of the podcast, bro, and we should start doing uh, haunted house reviews uh, and just cut everything else out of the podcast. <laughs> what do you think about that? No. <laughs> we just just uh, review haunted houses, and that's that's all we do. No. No? No. no. But I'm right outside of a haunted house right now, bro. So <laughs> let me go inside this haunted house. <laughs> yep. No, the gimmick doesn't work. It doesn't. Of course, I, right when I want it to work, it doesn't work. But when I don't want it to work, <laughs> the chair doesn't squeak. The chair's supposed to squeak and make a noise. And totally screwed me right when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> I I knew that where where you were going, so I was like. Let's be silent. Right, let's get the care. get the noise in, and and the chair doesn't squeak when I want it to squeak. What a son of a bitch! Uh, we found this out uh, on the Luke has a haunted chair. Yeah, sounds like a haunted house. Right, but for some reason now, some bit like elves sneak snuck into my house <laughs> last night and gr like with little grease. Uh, guns and greased up this chair to make it not squeak. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, hey, look, I've watched uh, two debates this week. Have you watched two debates this week? I did. Yeah. Well, British debates. Yep. Uh, and who was it with? The two Jeremy's. That should be like a. <laughs> that should be like a, yeah. a boy band. Two Jeremys. Um, what Jeremy? Cor uh, Cor not not Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Hunt. And what's the other one? I I, I call him uh, Bojo. Right, Boris. Boris there Johnson. we go. Mm -hmm. uh, Boris Johnson and Jeremy Hunt. And I I'm pretty sure that we're gonna get the two Jeremys out of this. But what do you think? Um. I I think the first debate uh, Boris won, and I think uh, strangely enough uh, 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 Jeremy Hunt uh, won the second one. See, yeah, I think in I I thought Jeremy Hunt won both, but my biggest problem was Boris Johnson refused to answer any question, so. <laughs> He never yeah. gave an answer to anything. He never point put out a policy. He it was always platitudes. It was always, uh, okay. Well, what are you gonna? What policy are you gonna implement to make that happen? And he was like, I don't want to get into numbers right now. Well, it's kind of the point <laughs> of of the debate is to let people know what your policies are. Oh, look, I I, I think we can make a whole podcast with you. Pretending to do a British accent, <laughs> different British accent. That is, yeah, that was my posh I, uh, man I with some kind of uh, declare. Yeah, I, I'm I'm shit at doing uh, English accents. I, I'm I'm not sure if I I can even talk English. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes better than other times. Maybe is a better way to put it. But yeah. You're no William Hung. We'll say that much, at least. We found out this weekend what William Hung, the singer from American Idol, is doing. Everybody go look this up at his website. I think it was, what, WilliamHung.com or something? He's a motivational yes. speaker and mm -hmm. speech coach. 
William Hung, right. Everybody put that in your yep. brain. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no, uh, back to the debate. I think Brojo will win. I think it's very like likely that he will win. I think uh, Britain is more fucked with Bojo, but uh, that's my personal opinion. I but I think I think uh, Mr. Hunt had more plans, and also with him saying that, uh, he wouldn't say that they were going to go out of the EU on the date they have now, kind of harms him because. Uh, I thought you made a good party. point. Oh yeah, yeah. The point of of like, if there's four more days to make a deal, should we really go out on that date? I totally agree. I I just think the the keeping yourself locked into one thing and this is the only way it can go is a problem in this situation because there's so many ways it could go. So to just say this mm-hmm. is the only way it could go. Like he said in the second debate, it's a promise you can't keep, uh, that Boris right. Johnson can't keep, or it's very unlikely he will keep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought debate-wise, uh, Jeremy Hunt won both of them, like I said. So mm. if the debates are anything to go off of, which I don't necessarily think they maybe are, because Boris Johnson has much better name recognition and... Mm. Uh, notoriety as far as a politician in in the UK so maybe he's got that going for him but if people watch this debate and listen to what they said uh, I can't imagine them voting for anybody but Hunt because Boris Johnson didn't say anything <laughs> he said nothing no. he talked a lot and no, not, nothing it meant nothing when he talked uh, the one thing, other thing I was going to mention how is it that The Sun, which is basically a tabloid uh, rag like in the grocery store. How do they have better uh, moderator for a debate than CNN? I know, <laughs> I know, or MSNBC I, for that matter. It it felt extremely weird to 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 watch something and and the man goes like, "I'm the political editor for the Sun," and I go, "Oh gosh, this will be fun." And and he's polite and. A good moderator, and I was like, "Am I having a stroke here, or <laughs> what's going on?" <laughs> the shit newspaper, the Sun, is having a good debate. <laughs> what is going on? And, and yeah, so, no. something about politicians. When uh, it was in the American debates as well, they asked, "All right, we're going to do a round of yes/no. So just short one-word answer, or this in this case, it was either yes or no, and that's it." Politicians cannot do that. That's like impossible for a politician to do. Like it's like mm-hmm. physically uh, painful for them to answer something in one word. Yeah, I agree. But uh, hey, talking about uh, uh, politicians, uh, there is a president I've heard of called Donald Trump. He tells uh, congressmen to go back to where they are from. What is this all about? This actually came up in the debate, uh, the second, the final debate between Johnson and Hunt. And they were asked, I think the specific thing they were asked is, uh, do you think Donald Trump is uh, racist? 
right? Right. I don't think they necessarily referenced, do you think this tweet is racist? I think it was just generally, uh, is Donald Tr- do you think Donald Trump is a racist? Uh, and neither one of them basically, they both refused to answer, but Jeremy Hunt came closer, I would say, to calling him a racist than Boris Johnson? What, mm. did, what did you think? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and both of them were very like, uh, we shouldn't call an ally of us names. And I, I kind of agreed to that. Also, it's chicken shit to do it. So it's like both of the feelings inside of me was kind of like, uh, okay, I understand that from a political stance. From a human perspective, hey, fuck you. <laughs> right, and maybe even from a political yeah. perspective, does this help or hurt your campaign? And I would say it doesn't help to not say it. Uh, or I, I thought Jer- Jeremy Hunt did a fairly good job of pointing it, pointing it out, though, by saying, uh, you know, he has kids who are uh, Chinese, and if somebody was to say that to them, he would be very upset about it. And that's basically the same things here. President Trump took to Twitter on Tuesday morning uh, to argue that the comments he made about the Democratic Congresswomen of color were not racist. Uh, This is what he said. Uh, Why don't they go back and help fix their totally broken, crime-infested places from which they came? They come, uh, then come back and show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can leave, uh, you can't leave fast enough. Uh, Talking about progressive uh, congresswomen. He didn't actually name anybody, but it's very clear he was singling out uh, Ayanna Presley, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, and Ilhan Omar. All these people we've talked about plenty in the news in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... it's. Um, I mean, of, of my Trumpisms, uh, this uh, this is on my top five things that I think uh, Trump should have not said. Uh, right, we should clear it up. It was a tweet. He didn't actually physically say it. It was tweeted right. out, but it's basically the same thing. Well, yes. If I, if I, I if I tweet out, I hate the N word, neighbors. So I, I think I think I would be blocked out from Twitter for tweeting that, and it would make me a racist, wouldn't it? If you say I, you hate, I think so. If you hate the N word, I'm confused. Yeah. How would that if make? I, you? Well, I I oh I hate those N words. Oh, I I see. It. You said right. I hate the N word, which would be the exact opposite no, of what you I, meant. I, but yes, I hate, okay. <laughs> I hate those N words. Yes. Well, right. Yes. Uh, neighbors. This is a yes. little more dog whistle esque in the sense that he didn't say it outright, but uh, even right. right here from Yahoo News, telling minorities to go back to their countries is a common racist trope, in which people of color are accused of being less American. The president has repeatedly accused of racism throughout his life. Uh, the other thing is, he, a lot of this is coming that he's calling them anti-Semitic and anti-Israel. So this is coming. A lot of this is coming out of the Ilhan Omar tweets um, 
that we covered many months ago uh, when she was saying mm-hmm. all about the Benjamins and this and that. That's why he's saying they're not American as well. So the Republicans are taking it as that, and they're saying, oh, these Democrats, they don't know what they're talking about. That's not racist because he was referring to them as not American because they don't they don't like Israel. Wait a second. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. You're not American because you don't because you don't like Israel. How is the, how are those two things connected, bro? Yeah, it's uh, like saying A to B when you go by C and to be a proud American, I have to love Israel. That how are those things yeah. <laughs> connected, right? It's a, that's a whole other country. I'm, I don't need to have. Uh, high esteem and love for a totally other country all the way around the world to be a good American. I don't understand how these Republicans even see this as a, as a thing. Yeah. So at, at, at sometimes we will talk about this a little later at, at news. Sometimes I find it very like disturbing what, what Trump says. And I, I think, I think like uh, I said it in one podcast that I'm getting numb to to him, and and all his antics and things like that. But this this actually got me. Like I I felt it. I was actually fucking angry when I read this. I agree. How yeah. I, 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 I really don't know how this man fucking dares to say something like this. This is blatantly racist. And not, not only, let's say it's not only racist, it's also man-chauvinistic. <laughs> it's extremely man-chauvinistic, like, go back to... It could also be like like read into a context where he is asking them more or less to go back to the kitchen and like uh, go back home. Do you understand? Instead of being in Congress, you should go home and fix your home. So it could also be read into that kind of context. And then there's the third uh, thing that I, I was thinking about when I was reading this. It's not only racist and man-chauvinistic, it is also so, so blatantly fucking idiotic, dumb, stupid shit thing to say. Like, uh, how how are you, as, as the leader of a country, able to say this without any consequence at all? Not, no consequence at all. Trump could go out on national TV tomorrow and 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 say blatantly racist man chauvinistic things and he's done it on now on Twitter and nobody is interested in in talking of that instead liberal media goes and makes up stuff to make him look bad well, we'll talk <laughs> right. Well, I guess I actually was watching something on uh, the Young Turks, and apparently there is like a law where uh, Congress and the House are not actually allowed to ever call. It's a law. They're never actually allowed to call the president racist. Uh, so mm-hmm. there was. Uh, they did a last night, yesterday, and la- and last night. They the Democrats tried to passed something uh, condemning these tweets 
Of course, this became a big thing between you know the, the Democrats and the Republicans, but it the House is controlled by the Democrats, so it did pass. Uh, but Pelosi came out and said said he was a racist, and they they tried to strike it from the record because apparently there is an actual rule that you're not allowed to ever call the president a racist. But that's been around since like the 1800s or something like that. Uh, I should mention uh, something we didn't go into. The the four women are all born in the United States except for one, uh, Ilhan Omar, who was a refugee from the 1991 uh, civil war in Somalia. Mm. Uh, that's when she came here uh, to get away from the civil uh, the civil war in Somalia. Uh, the uh, all the rest of them were born here, and she's basically lived here her whole life. She's a citizen and everything. So, him saying they should go back to their country when they're Americans—that's another thing that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's extremely weird. The only thing he can be referencing. In that sense, because, like I said, the Republicans spin it as, oh, he's saying they're anti-American, not that they're from another Mm. country. But when he says uh, that they need to go back to the country where they came from, is he saying they need to go back to America? Because that's where they came from. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, Jeffrey Epstein update. Diamond cash and fake passport finding raids. Prosecutor said uh, two Jeffrey Epstein uh, accusers offered emotional entries in court on Monday asking a judge not to release the final Nancyer before trial uh, sex trafficking charges. Which victim uh, uh, who identified herself as Courtney Wilde said, I was sexually abused by. Jeffrey Epstein, starting at an age of 14. The financier has de- been detained on especially secure park, M- M- Metropolitan Correctional Center, uh, Central uh, Jail in Lower Manhattan, since his arrest earlier this month, uh, alleged trafficking um, of ma- minors, Epstein 66. Pleaded not guilty last week. Uh, he appeared in court on Monday over his request uh, for house arrest while awaiting trial, which prosecutor uh, vehemently opposed. Uh, Judge Richard uh, Barman did not issue a decision saying he would uh, do so on Thursday, so tomorrow, of course, because you can't release this news on a Wednesday. Because then we could talk about it. <laughs> Prosecutor Alex Rosmel said uh, the case uh, is getting stronger uh, since the investigation he where he described as a covert effort uh, that took months. Unwield said many uh, individuals have identified themselves as victims or uh, witnesses has come forward. Not only that, I'm reading here, uh, prosecutors are citing potentially thousands of nude and semi-nude photos of young females authorities found searching his home. Uh, The authorities identified at least one person in these photos who has identified herself as a victim. That, yeah. (laughs) Epstein, who reportedly has ties to Donald Trump, 
Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and other powerful men is charged in a 13-page indictment with sex trafficking and conspiracy to sex traffic. Who else does this guy okay. have ties to? Yeah. So? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. A former Prime Minister of Israel defends his business dealings with Jeffrey Epstein. Did you expect me to notice? He asked. Uh, yes, I do, actually. Since you're the fucking Prime Minister. Um, and since everybody knew, basically, already. Right. Ehud Barak. Is that his name? Sure. Ehud Brock, yes. maybe? Maybe. Uh, uh, said that uh, he was on the uh, Israel version of Meet the Press Sunday morning. Uh, Barack defended his business ties with Epnes, uh, Epstein, uh, saying he had no idea that uh, wealthy friends nine share convicted of prostitution involving minor. Uh, yeah. He served for soliciting prostitution. The individual did not say she was a minor, Barack said. Uh, the American system itself uh, did not label him as a personal non grata. The secretary uh, who just resigned in the Trump administration was a prosecutor and he said he had been negligent. What did you expect me to notice? He asked. And yes, I do expect you to notice. <laughs> if, if I had a friend, let's say I had a friend. Okay. And this is, of course, just totally made up. Uh, and my, my, my friend uh, suddenly had a lot of blood uh, in the backseat of his car. And uh, every time we were out, he picked up uh, hitchhikers and brought them home. And then I saw in the newspaper last uh, the, the day after that a hitchhiker was killed. Do you know what? I would actually think it was my friend. <laughs> if, <laughs> I would I, I would take one and one and make two together. Funny enough. Right. And the other thing is, uh, if you do some research into Epstein's business, because this is saying right. that this former prime minister has bi had business ties, nobody even knows what the hell this guy did to make money. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, like we said in that other article, his house was just littered with, like, diamonds and really expensive art and all this, uh, you know, stuff that you could get paid with that would never be traceable through a, a monetary marketplace. So maybe the, he was being paid by, with all these diamonds and everything else, and that's where he was getting all of his money through sex trafficking. Uh, and this former prime minister, guess what? He might be lying, bro. That would be my guess. But what else is going on in Israel? What? What? <laughs> you really think a prime minister would lie? Really? Sure. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> what else is going on in Israel? Education Minister of Israel uh, favors gay conversion therapy. Uh, Israel's Education yeah. Minister voiced support on Saturday uh, for so-called conversion therapy, drawing uh, a disavowal from uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, whose government's religious rightist tilt has worried liberals and uh, conversion therapy and attempt at 
uh, an attempt to alter sexual orientation or gender identity through psychological, spiritual, and extreme cases, uh, physically and physical means, uh, has widely been discredited in the West. Uh, Rafael Pertez, an Orthodox rabbi and head of the ultra-nationalist United Right Party, who assumed the educational portfolio of the Netanyahu-led coalition last month, said in a television interview he believed uh, the therapy can work. Uh, he says, I have a very deep familiarity with the issue of education, and I have also done this. Uh, he said, first of all, I am... gay? No, he's saying he's uh, he's performed uh, conversion therapy on people himself. Oh, so he has not undergone conversion therapy. Okay. <laughs> I was beginning to wonder. No. Uh, exactly. Uh, like I said, he's an Orthodox rabbi. So he... He said he had done it himself. When he says, I have also done this, he means I've done it to two people and that he thinks it I works. Am. He thinks it okay, works. I understand, right. I understand that. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's about <laughs> I mean, I don't really need to go any more into it than that because it's stupid. Uh, it says Netanyahu disavowed the remarks uh, by the rabbi in, in his coalition. What do you think about well, this? Well, at least... Uh, I don't believe in gay um, uh, controversy because one, it's nothing fucking wrong with you, and two, it doesn't work. Right, it's not real. I mean, if anything, it's brain brainwashing, uh, and that doesn't really even work. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> Yeah, I could tell you a story, but I, I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, anyway, um, uh, reformist district attorney Larry Kreshner argues Pennsylvania death penalty is unconstitutional. Uh, what is this all about, Luke? Uh, Larry Krasner, who campaigned in 2007, uh, 2017, sorry, as an unequivocal opponent of the death penalty asked the Pennsylvania Supreme Court in a legal filing Monday uh, to declare the state death penalty unconstitutional. The death penalty as, as it stands cannot survive the state's constitution's ban on cruel punishment, he wrote. He cited a study conducted by his office uh, and revealed that startling 72% of Phil uh, Philadelphia's death sentences were overturned during post-conviction review often due to ineffective legal representation. Uh, mm -hmm. Krasner declared opposition to his state death penalty comes after a week during which his office was embroiled in high-profile high controversy. Uh, Attorney General jo uh, Josh Shapiro, whose offices was recently granted authority by the legislature to prosecute some gun crimes in Philadelphia, uh, a move that was viewed as an attempt to undermine Krasner's prosecutorial reforms. Shapiro said he did not have the jurisdiction over the gun crimes in Philadelphia County alone. On Friday, under pressure from activists, he said he would support to repeal the new law. So this law could cause a lot more people to go to jail and end up uh, on death row. And that's where this right. all started out. 
Uh, he's also called yeah. this racist. Uh, right. Groups including the NAACP, Ju Juvenile Law Center, and the Innocence Network, among others, have issued uh, briefs in support of Cox and Marinelli calling in question the constitutionality of the state's death penalty and asking the court to recognize, uh, reconsider the ruling in both these men's cases. Mm. Yeah, no, it's 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 for me where very clear that it's. Uh, I I always thought that the death penalty by its own it's it's is racist. Especially if, if we look at the U.S. Uh, justice system, there's a majority of black people uh, in in the prison systems, and uh, and uh, and there's a very big correlation through that, and people that are sitting uh, with, with with death penalties as well. Sadly enough. So right. definitely have, have 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 to a certain degree always been racist. Uh, I would say in general the uh, uh, the prison industrial complex itself is inherently racist, and in that oh, same way, racist. since the death penalty is part of that, it itself is right. also racist. So I think right. it, it's a good move, but I think that. Uh, the death penalty being racist is a symptom of a bigger, much bigger problem that we need to overhaul right. the uh, prison industrial complex and get rid of these private I, prisons and everything else. I could not fucking agree more. Hey, uh, this has been in every news article I have ever seen, even on uh, Norwegian uh, newscasters. And oh, it's going to work. Says, I'm going into Area 51, Fro. Uh, for some reason, oh. their door is a giant wooden door. There nope. we go. That didn't work. <laughs> nope. Nope. That was a very silent wooden door. <laughs> uh, Storm F 51 USA Air Force uh, warns Facebook event. It started... Uh, as a bit as a joke, but now the U.S. Air Force has told people not to go near Area 51. More than a million people has RSVP to an event on Facebook threatening to storm the top-secret base in Nevada, which some uh, has believe is the home of aliens. Thousands have commented on the page, which reads, Can we move faster than bullets? Let's see them aliens! Oh my god. So fucking many stupid people out there. Um, <laughs> Gotta do the Naruto run for all, if you're gonna get yes, past the bullets. Yes. Yep. I know. A spokesman for the Air Force told the Washington it's ready to protect America and its assets. Facebook user Jackson Barnes wrote on the Rage page Hello, US government. This is a joke. And do I do not actually intend to go ahead with this plan. I just thought it would be funny and get me a thumbsy upsies for the internet. <laughs> I'm not responsible if people decide to actually storm the area of the one. I don't think that's how the law works, sir. 
that AFRs uh, did not see uh, the funny side. Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where the with American Armed Forces, the spokesman said. So, yeah. Don't fucking do this. You know what this just proves to me, bro? It's how oh. out of touch our government is when it comes to internet culture. <laughs> that the Air Force actually responded to this like it was a legitimate, like something legitimate. I don't know. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And the memes that are going to come out of this, because you know, probably nobody, barely anybody, some crazy people will show up, but a ton of media will show up on the, on September 20th to see if, it, if anything actually happens, right? And mm -hmm. I guarantee you, the Air Force or people, Area 51 people, are going to bring out all the security and they're going to line them up and make this big spectacle out of it. And the me the media will make a big spectacle out of it. And you know what the internet will do? We'll make a huge meme out of it because we we worked them. You know what I mean? <laughs> they this The U.S. government just got worked by the internet, bro. Uh... We usually, when, when we talk about ghosts, uh, we talk about human ghosts. Uh, but uh, this week, we're going to the Express. Uh, that, by the way, is the home of the Daily and the Sunday Express. I the first that. place I saw this was The Sun. Uh, so, yeah, again, both <laughs> uh, kind of tabloid crap places, but... It's a funny story, so we're going to cover it. So what is this uh, ghost that isn't a human doing? Remind you, uh, what the son we talked about earlier, the same one that had the Prime Minister debate for the UK, is also running a story about the ghost of a rude masturbating monkey shocks visitors <laughs> at stately home. Same newspaper, bro. <laughs> it's doing the prime, the prime mm -hmm. minister debate. Okay, the ghost of the mm -hmm. masturbating monkey pull, uh, put the willies up for visitors at the Stantley home in Dorset. The phantom hey. uh, of the chimp swings from the rafters while scratching its privates uh, with a huge beaming, uh, with a huge beaming uh, smile on its face. But its rude antics uh, at the historic anthem, uh, Anthel Hampton Hall. Uh, aren't putting people off. Holiday makers flock to catch a glimpse of the naughty but nice uh, spectacle. Spectacle. Uh, Want to be like you? Who who version of King Louis uh, uh, is played from the Disney classics? I don't remember King Louis ever <sighs> masturbating in that movie, Fro. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I missed no. that part uh, of that movie, or maybe it's one of those like secrets, like the when you see the cover of. Uh, my uh, Little Mermaid, where they have the penises on the cover of the VHS copy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, last news we're going to cover before we talk about something that is definitely not news. Uh, uh, it's a very, very big magnet. Uh, a jellyfish uh, that is... A film uh, of the coast of Cornwall. Shall we just watch it? Oh, one second. Let me get the sound going here. Okay. It's not the sound. It doesn't have. It's just like underwater sounds anyway. So go and give me a count. Right. In three, 
two, one, play. Okay. I mean, it looks like a jellyfish. I don't have anything. We don't have anything yep. to like compare it to yet, as far as like size. Well, there's a human. No, but soon, soon there will be a human. Right. I haven't seen Unless this. I've yet. seen this. I've seen this video before. <laughs> so there's this a human, is, uh, but again, it, this shot is not a very good shot to kind of like get perspective of how it's. Uh, that's a little better. And then they go away from yeah. it. They're not doing a very good uh, job of getting us perspective here. It is very big. Maybe as it looks about five or six feet long and maybe, what, four or five feet wide? Yeah. Um, it's about how many humans big, would you say? A normal human? Yeah. Uh, That's what I mean. Like six feet is like a normal size uh, male adult, I guess. Or what would it be in any other country besides America? Right. And then now we'll see. But it's 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 uh, it's freaking huge. Now now we maybe see it a little better. No, it's very bad footage. Sky News has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the footage they got, I and mean, you can only do so well underwater. You know what I mean? And that this and yeah. that, but. Uh, it's still pretty impressive. Yeah. So, that was the last news that we're going to cover. Yep. That's right. Uh, but we do have some uh, rumors to go into. No. Really? What yes. could this be? Hmm. Something Fro is very pissed about, maybe? I, I suppose so. Uh... Mm -hmm. Fro sent me an article from CNN, so let me go into a little bit how our news works. Again, I've said this on the show multiple times. I get whatever news I get, I throw it into a news folder over the whole week. Fro sends me whatever news he finds over the week, and we throw it all together, mash it up into potato mat with a potato masher, and I pick out all the really good news or the stuff that I think we want to talk about that's going to be interesting. I saw this one that Fro sent me this article from CNN, and so I go to uh, confirm this story, I, uh, because when I find news, I don't just, uh, find a story that's interesting and go, oh, let's talk about it, I want to make sure that it's real, that it's not fake news, that it's not, uh, made up in any way, so I went to find any kind of source to confirm this CNN story, and there was zero sources to confirm this, we went back today to try to find anything else, that would be uh, confirmation or even uh, having their own um, side of this story. And we, there's mm -hmm. nothing from any major news outlet. No BBC, no Guardian, no M NBC, MSNBC, CNBC, anything like that has covered this except for CNN. And that story is what, Fro? Julian Assange turned embassy into a command post for election meddling. That is the news. Uh, this totally true story that we're going to read now. Uh, new documents obtained exclusively by CNN reveals that LikiWiki <coughs> founder Julian Assange recovered in person deliveries potential hacked materials related to the 2016 election during a series of suspicious meetings at the Ecuadorian embassy in, uh, in London. The documents 
build on the possibility raised by special uh, counsel Robert Mueller in his report on the Russian meeting uh, that Cures uh, brought hacked files to Assange at the embassy. The civilian reports also describes how Assange turned the embassy into a command post center and orchestrated a series of damaging disclosures that rocked the 2016 presidential campaign in the United States. What a bunch of fucking bullshit. Right, this is from security logs uh, from something called UC Global. Uh, and even in this thing, <laughs> CNN says what they got these from Ecuador, right? But they say right here, UC Global did not respond uh, for uh, comment to this article that they wrote about the security logs from UC Global, right? Okay. So I, I went and looked into this a little bit to see what the hell is going on here. And I found this article on something called Shadowproof, which I've never been to in my entire life. What about you? No, I, I never heard of it before this week. Right. So I saw this, and then I actually researched this to make sure the stuff that's written in it could be confirmed other places, and it has been. Uh, even in the CNN article, CNN article, they do reference uh, this newspaper called... El Pias, I want to say. Does that sound right? Mm. El Pias, yes. A Spanish newspaper. It reported mm. on July 9th that the WikiLeaks founder, Julian Assange, was being spied on by a private defense security firm called Undercover Global. <laughs> the same mm -hmm. one. So we go down here and we see, uh, compare the two reports as they appeared on these two news organizations' websites. So I'm reading the El Pas uh uh, headline, the headline for the El Pas story, talking about the exact same security logs, Fro. Spanish security company spied on Julian Assange meetings with lawyers. Uh, and then you look at the CNN, security reports reveal Assange turned the embassy into a command post for election meddling. Those two things sound mm -hmm. different, don't they, Fro? <laughs> Former CIA officer John Conarco said the CNN report is deceptive and misleading. It takes all the information, adds conjecture, and reaches con conclusions that simply are not supported by facts. It's not news. It is unsupported opinion and entertainment. This makes me so fucking irritating when you have a week where Trump goes out and says heinous things that CNN is more occupied to keep the fucking Russia gating going other than actually talking about what the president fucking did. Instead it's making up its own fucking narrative about the Russiagate thing, again, again, and why the fuck are they doing this? I will tell you why. It, her name is Rachel Meadow. That is why. I think this is a smear campaign, 
And I think it's a campaign to keep this Russiagate thing alive, even though it's so dead and buried that... Oh, it's also an attack on the free, free press. I think it has more oh. to do with attacking the free press than anything else. And this even is connected to the attacks on Facebook. It's connected to the attacks on YouTube, which are all attacks on the free press. It's all um, CNN is losing money on advertising because people are watching, getting their news places that are more reputable and don't do bullshit like this. Uh, here's from the El Paz uh, report. Security employees at the embassy had a daily job to do. Monitor Assange's every move, record his conversations, and take notes of his moods. The company's drive to uncover their target's most intimate secrets led the team to carry out a handwriting examination behind his back, which resulted in this six-page report. Company employees also took feces samples from a baby's diaper to check whether Assange was one of the most uh, and one of his most faithful collaborators were the child's parents. Who do you think one of his most faithful female collaborators is, Fro? Mm. This intelligence work had nothing to do with protection duties. Uh, and this article says CNN did not find the fact that employees took feces samples to be all that important. Instead, the mention of feces involved the scru scru scrupulous statements made by Moreno that. Uh, Assange once smeared feces on the walls in anger. If this is what liberal media is, I am ashamed to call myself a liberal. If CNN is going to be the pinkable of what we look at as 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 a liberal good, good media, I am a fucking ashamed. I don't think it is. I, I don't think it has been for a long time, bro. I, I know, but are there are Democrats out there that are is 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 taking their hands together and said, "Ha This proves Russia gate." I know there is. I know there is because when this has been reported, I have read the fucking comments. I know people are saying, oh, this proves it once, once for all. Oh, impeachment, impeachment, Trump. Why do you focus on this when Trump tells congresswomen to go back to where they're from? That racist asshole, bigotry, little shit of a president you have. Why do you focus on something that's fake when you have something so real right in front of your fucking eyes? I don't I, I don't, don't think you've been watching I CNN because that all all CNN has been covering is the Trump stuff, bro. So maybe that's not oh. the best point to make what you're making right there, but I do understand your point. The uh, nobody else in American liberal media is covering this except for CNN. We should point that out. That the reason this is so weird is because only CNN is covering it. There is a couple other places that I found. The Independent was one of them, and Market Watch are two kind of reputable news sources that covered this, but both of them did not cover it from their own perspective. They covered it from CNN's perspective. They said uh, CNN cited, CNN says this, that was their reporting is what CNN said. Uh mm. But here, uh, if you look at the El Pais report uh, compared to the CNN report, uh, 
Russia is only mentioned once in the El Pias report about this same thing. Uh, it says here, uh, like what you said earlier, for CNN management must keep churning out gossip pieces like this and report on Assange because its ratings partly depend on sustaining the panic around Russia's alleged influence in the 2016 alleged uh, election. Although Mueller is unable to establish, uh, was unable to establish members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with, with the Russian government, that does not matter to CNN. Isn't that so fucking sad, though? Isn't that so fucking sad, though? As I, 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 we, we are watching the loudest voice right now, you and me. And and I was thinking about this when I was watching the loudest voice about how how uh, Fox News is and how much how much of fake things that comes out of Fox News. And I I think to myself, if we did the same thing with CNN. Would it ever be made into a TV show? And here, 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 here's my point. I don't think it would be. Because people are afraid of calling this out as fake. People are afraid of, of saying this is as bad as, uh, as uh, um, even... Uh, 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 what are you trying to think of? <laughs> Um, that fucking uh, uh, fuck! I lo- I lost the thread. Um, that conspiracy guy, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. This is Alex Jones, like. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I I thought you were gonna go for the way easier comparison to to the loudest voice in the sense that. This is Fox News in the early 2000s. Yeah, and, and it's the Fox News in the t- early 2000s. So it's like, it's so, it's so, uh, for me, for me, it's like, how, how dare Democrats, uh, 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 like, and liberal media and liberal TV make a TV show like the loudest voice when they wouldn't touch this with an iron tongue. Do you ever think we will have a Russia Gate movie look? It could happen like in 30 or 40 years, like after all the scandal comes out that, you know, a bunch of people die or, uh, or write books, right. you know what I mean? And, and all, it all comes out. I think it will eventually all leak out, but it'll be, we'll, we, we will bro- both, probably be dead before a movie or a book is written about it. Is my that's my guess. Right. I don't know. But how many books and 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 things uh, around uh, uh, Trump is there? Thousands like uh, there's one new every week about how bad a president is or uh, how he he should be inducted uh, there were, like There were uh, movies about how bad of a President Trump is before he even won the presidency. Right. There, yeah, there literally there was. So, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm just saying that 
we we as an independent podcast as we are, we have to be very very straightforward and point at this. But uh, let's go to Roger. Well, actually, Walker. I wanted to go on something uh, really quick, okay. and it actually ties straight into that uh, that video we're about to watch uh, from this same article. Uh, this is similar to when. CNN went searching for a story about Russian-funded digital media project called In the Now that produces viral videos. They wanted to show mm -hmm. their work was aimed at undermining American democracy. When their reporters could not find information to uh, substantiate the state... Uh, oh, substantiate their state-identified suspicions, they manufactured a news story that involved giving Facebook a pretext to remove the project's pages. This is what I was yeah. talking about, how this is all intertwined. The Facebook censorship, the YouTube censorship, the Julian Assange stuff, and uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, all of it is connected. And they're all working together to fight uh, independent uh, media so that they can maintain the narrative uh, and keep power. And that includes Twitter, but, but, but but do you know do you know that that we will be called conspiracy theorists because we don't believe in this? CNN we are, we're report? already called conspiracy theorists because we've never believed in this RussiaGate stuff, even though we've been proven right time and time again. And I don't want to go on this rant again because uh, people get mad every time we do, and we we've gone on this rant plenty of times <sighs> about the Russia thing. So I think we should just move on from that. But not only are they trying to. Not only is Facebook working with people to uh, censor people and YouTube censoring people, uh, this is probably the biggest censorship yet, and it also has to do with the whole thing of uh, when Alex Jones got banned and I said to you, Fro, this is just the start. Uh, they're banning right-wing people now, but they're going to start banning left-wing people pretty soon. Uh, let's see what Roger Waters has to say about... A, uh, top Assange uh, defense account uh, on Twitter being deleted. Yes, let's split up in three, two, one, play. From a friend of mine, that Twitter have closed the account of Unity for J. Unity for J was a Twitter account specifically to support the case uh, for Julian Assange the great hero of freedom of the press and freedom, freedom, freedom of any kind uh, who has been so disgustingly and roundly turned upon um, by the United States and the United Kingdom and, and all the other purveyors of imperialism around the world. <laughs> Twitter have now decided to close an account of people who are cogent, intelligent, and powerful, I hope powerful, uh, supporters of his cause. This is a very important journalist, Julian Assange is. And all of us have to defend him as best we can in every and any which we can. And uh, Unity for Jay was one of the ways that we could do that. Twitter, you are big brother now we know it for sure we always suspected it you mm -hmm. are an arm of the thought police 
You are an arm of the forces of oppression. You wish to suppress freedom of speech, journalism, freedom of anything, probably. All right, that's enough of this rant. But I had to respond to this right here, right now, because it's happening in real time as we live and our world is being eroded by these <laughs> assholes. Particularly I like how he doesn't want to say fucking, but he says assholes right after it. Twitter. Yeah. All right. Obviously, I'm going to be next. Ooh, Roger Waters, he actually believes in freedom of speech. He believes that human beings should be allowed to communicate with each other. Cut him off. All right. Go ahead, motherfuckers. <laughs> such a great ending. Oh, such a good such ending. Such a great ending. Yeah. Uh, for people that, that don't know who this guy is, he's one of the founding members of uh, Pink Floyd. And a huge activist for people all over the world, including... Oh, he was huge in uh, talking about uh, the problems with the, the U.S. trying to invade Venezuela. And then, of course, the Israel right. stuff we talked a lot about when we talked about Eurovision. He was a huge proponent behind that as well. Which, Fro didn't agree with him on that, but I would say you de definitely agree with him on this, don't you? Oh, definitely. Well, uh, Trump is back from vacation, and he's going to tell the truth. Justice is not for all. Hello everybody, this is Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. For the last few weeks, a lot of people have been shocked by the pictures of young people in cages. Yes, chilling cages is not fun. But let me put things in perspective. People have been put in the cages and in what we call concentration camps for a long time. Why do I mention concentration camps? It's because a lot of pictures online compare Mike Pence's visit to these camps to Heinrich Himmler's visit to the concentration camps during the Second World War. Yes, they compare pictures. And a lot of it is true. But did you know one thing? That America already have a concentration camp. They have one in Cuba called Guantanamo Bay. It had been there since U.S. started the so-called war on terror. But there were still camps like this in Iraq and everywhere else where you held prisoners. People have been kidnapped around the world because you believe they are part of some terror cell or something. Yes, and they were put in prisons with no conviction, no trial whatsoever. This happened also during the eight years of Obama. Yes, it has. And it's going to start, it's going to continue for the next, even if you get a Democratic president, the president. Maybe Bernie Sanders will change it if he wins, but I doubt. And I doubt that anyone else of the Democrats will want either. If you want to be hard on crime and against humanity, and you be hard on Trump for being an asshole, look to the inner asshole of yourself. Because when can you justify concentration camps? Can you justify them because you have a war on terror? Can you justify them because somebody attacked you 9-11? Or can you do what every human being with a normal brain for human rights does? Say no to it altogether. Yes, this camp who is now, but we put young people in cages are horrible. But you do it elsewhere too, with other people. You have concentration camps elsewhere too. 
So if you want to attack, address this problem, please address it everywhere. There's not on this, on this single issue. I hope you can have this as an election team. But I don't think nobody gives a fuck. I don't give, think Americans, left to the right, gives a shit. Because they don't, because you believe yourself had the right to the moral high ground. And you always we think that just freedom and justice for all is just freedom and justice for you. Not for everybody else. This was Tron, where Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you for that, Tron. The loudest voice. We talked about it. Episode three. What is episode three all about? That's right. Uh, oh, I didn't. I thought I had it up. Oh, there it is. Sorry. With the election of Barack Hussein Obama, Roger and Fox News Channel have found the ultimate enemy, one that will drive Fox's coverage as well as cement their ratings as number one. Fighting to take full editorial control of Fox News, Roger finds himself in conflict with both his boss, Rupert Murdoch, and the Obama administration. What no one suspects are hidden are the hidden depths of Roger's secret world. Yeah. A very weird uh camera scene in this uh, episode. You yeah. say it mildly. Yeah, I would say it was incredibly awkward even. Like, I, it I, it went, yeah. they were going for creepy and I would say it was creepy but more awkward than creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm a little tired of the loudest voice. Uh, I think this is my um was my breaking point uh, where I I am going to reject uh, take back my lines that I have given before. Wow, okay. I think yeah. this is a first. Uh, and actually go uh, back in time and, and say that uh, I give uh, the, the show uh, 7.5 for the two last episodes. And I think the reason for that episode... Sorry, you uh, broke up a little bit. Say that again. I think the reason for that was this episode. It made me... I don't know uh, if that's how that works, necessarily, to... Well... Explain yourself. uh, I'm, I'm going to try. The reason why I'm saying that is that it made me... Uh, rewatch the two first episodes again. That's first and foremost. And uh, the other thing is, like, it made me see what this show is all uh, really all about. Right. Okay. It is, and I think also in in the light of what we talked about the CNN thing, uh, also made me think that th- this is not as big thing that I th- thought maybe it was. So I think retrospectively going back and giving it a lower point uh, because I I don't think the quality was as good as I thought in the two first episodes. I don't think there's anything wrong uh, necessarily about that. Well, the way you put it is that because you watched the third episode, you were going to change the score for the other two. So no, that doesn't make any sense in it, to mm-hmm. say it like that. But I guess what you said kind of makes sense. It, it, 
except for uh, right. I mean, I guess I, I I don't really understand it, but sure. Um, <laughs> but what did you think of this episode? I, I thought it was very bad. Uh, I, I thought this was the worst episode so far, uh, by far. I think this was. Uh, I thought uh, it was exactly on par with the other episodes, but I have not really been a huge fan of this from the beginning. Right? I mean, I was. Right. I liked. I think it's well acted. I think a lot of the set design and is done, but I think it's boring as hell. I think it's a lot of talking and boardroom talk and this and that. And you, I don't know. You thought the makeup job was fairly well done. I don't. I think the makeup job is. TV level well done, not movie level well done. I think this is more... I thought originally this is just a rip-off of Vice, and I think you agreed mm. with that, but you kind of looked past it. Um, mm. And the more I get into this, the more it's... It's even a more boring version of Vice, because Vice at least had comedic elements in it. This has no yeah, yeah. comedic elements anywhere in it. Uh, it's just boring. <laughs> It really is. I mean, it's yeah, well no. acted. I don't want to take anything away from the actors because they're all no. really like it's really well done. It's just the the um, the entertainment value is, is lacking. But like I said, I rewatched episode one and two, uh, and also saw this three. So I'm going to give this uh, seven point five again. Okay. So you are saying yeah. it's basically on the same level as the other ones. You... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you had said it was, like, worse than the other ones. I still think the second yeah. episode, to me, is the worst episode. I think it was the most boring. This one at least had the... Even though the camera scene was awkward and weird and... I mean, I understand what they're going for. That We're moving towards that. That's kind of the conclusion of this whole story is the right. uh, Me Too movement. But... Mm-hmm. That's the only uh, uh, part that is good about that, is that it's clearly building to a story that you already know the conclusion to, right? So it's kind of, huh? how much do I care if I already know the conclusion? It's like Titanic. That, I know the sh I, I ship's going to sink, right? Right. I, I think I call it uh, less than the, the two others because because it made me rewatch it and didn't think it was as good as I thought. Sure. That's why 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 I think I said this is uh, the episode is is worse for me personally because I ranked the other one so high. But uh, yeah, right. My rating scale more goes on quality of production and the show itself. I don't ever. I mean, you judge a little more on your personal taste than me. I think I try to be yeah. more, a little more objective yeah. than you when I do my yes. my scores. I would give this episode a 7. I think the last one I gave a 6.5 or something like that. So it it's a, you know. Yeah. I really do think these are pretty evenly good and bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. We only have a few yeah, episodes. We've got, what, four episodes left? So I honestly... No, two. No, there's two. seven episodes and we're only on episode three. <laughs> Isn't it just five episodes? No. Oh. I wonder why I thought it was just five. Mm, I don't know. It is five. Uh, I'm looking at it now, and I'm seeing seven. So maybe they added two more episodes in, uh, recently? Really? Yes. 100%. Okay. 
Okay. Maybe it's because of the run sheet. Oh. Well, if they added episodes, then I we wouldn't have had it on the run sheet because, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Seven episodes. I was sure it was five. It could be uh, more than that. Yeah. I mean, they could keep adding episodes for all we know. But uh, what I'm seeing is episode seven is 2016, which would be, you know, the Me Too movement uh, era. So that seems like it would be the conclusion to me. I don't know. They could do one more episode that was like this year. But I think it sounds like 2016 would be the conclusion of this story. Well, he he died before that, so... He died in 2016, so... Oh, okay. I didn't even know he was dead. <laughs> I didn't uh, even know he was sick, either. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what was wrong with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, anything fun happened on the Facebook? Uh, I don't even know. I, I was so busy this week, I had a hard time uh, keeping track of social media. But, uh, yeah, just go check it out and see if the, anything's on there that's cool for yourself. Uh, yeah. Cool. I have uh, watched a lot of movies. That makes it uh, so that I have not watched that many TV shows. But I know that you and me has, have watched one of, uh, yeah, one uh, thing together, uh, separately. But, uh, <laughs> together, separately. Right. No, we both yeah, watched Together, something. separately. Right. Yes. Uh, called Pandora from the Space Channel? I have never, ever heard about this channel in my entire life. Well, you must have watched it from some other country, because I saw it on the CW network here in America. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, probably is it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Luke, w what is this TV show about? Uh, what is it about? It's about uh, the future. <laughs> it's like in 2155 or something like that, I think it said. Mm. I don't even, I don't remember the exact date, but it's super in the future where... Uh, you know, humans and aliens are all cohabiting on Earth, and there's this one group of very bad aliens, I guess, and then there's all these, there's also clones, and then also telepaths. Uh, humans have been, become both telepathic and be able to clone themselves. Uh, yeah, and then it's a, it's about this school, what, what's that movie? It's kind of Starship Troopers mixed with Farscape, is what I would say. No, it's Starship Troopers mixed with the Battlestar Galactica. Sure, same difference, I guess, to me. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah. Uh, other people would disagree that that's same difference. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was awful. What do you think? Oh, it's uh, the most atrocious thing I have ever seen in my fucking life. It's 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 one of the worst acting jobs I have ever seen in in recent history. It's also one of the worst special effects team I have seen in oh recent history. Oh my gosh! Yes, and and also uh, they use the same font as Battlestar Galactica. They use uh, they are so fucking trying 
uh, for this to look like Battlestar Galactica, that if you have any love for Battlestar Galactica and have seen any episodes of Battlestar Galactica, you will fucking recognize the species in this fucking show look. Oh, really? <laughs> I wonder if it's it any is... kind of spin-off or anything like that. It is so trying to be a copycat of Battlestar Galactica that I, I was uh, like I I was watching a, an episode uh, because I stopped this uh, 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 when the credits came out. I was like, isn't that the same credits in the beginning they use here as they use in Battlestar Galactica? And I I started an episode of Battlestar Galactica to got to, to see. And I was like, yeah. It's the same fucking font. Everything is the same thing. And then something happens in the show, and, and she sees an alien r- race uh, with a purple uh, purple skin. Do you, reckon, do you remember this in this episode? Purple skin? Yeah. The, the skin color was purple. No, I don't remember that. Or pink, pinkish, purple. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure. Yes. Anyway, uh, and I was like, that looks very sim- similar. And I watched a little of Battlestar Galactica again, and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> it's the sapient species in Battlestar Galactica. This is so atrociously bad. This is, oh, this is, uh, this is... Right. Uh, to anybody who hasn't seen Battlestar Galactica... I'll tell you right. why it's bad without referencing that. Uh, well, actually, I'm seeing here Warstar Pandora. Uh, it was a ship. Of, it was the flagship of the Terran Alliance in Battlestar Galactica. Ah, that's the name. So yeah, they're not only they're even stealing the name directly from that. But uh, in the future, Fro, when we don't need shower curtains and we're using laser beams for our shower curtains. <laughs> Um, why would we design them to be see-through? What is the purpose of having them be a silhouette you can see through as your shower curtain? Does that make any sense to do that in the future? Who designed that in the future? I have no clue. (laughs) And I like how they, they even have to say in this... She's the only one with natural purple hair because she's wearing probably the worst wig on TV in the last 50 years. <laughs> this has to have a very, 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 very bad budget. Uh, this this had to cost uh, $200, this show, because these special effects are made by Kindred Gardeners. <laughs> and 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 the makeup is made by me doing makeup <laughs> for my mom. <laughs> and the dialogue is is so it, it is it is so fucking cringe. And 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 if you thought the, the story at all was engaging, no, there was no fucking story. No, there was nothing. I mean, well, there was kind of a story in a sense, but uh, I would compare this. Last year, there was a show called The Outpost. I think yes. this show yes. is this year's yes. The Outpost. 
So far, oh, to me. Um, yes. The other thing about the show is it's clearly uh, going for a female audience, but um, yes. I don't see it connecting to any specific demographic of females. Like it not, <laughs> it's not going for like a fourteen and below for sure. But I don't, also don't see no. teenagers enjoying this or may, or adults. So I don't see who would enjoy this show. <laughs> For sure, not me. <laughs> it is the worst shit. I gave this actually a one look. I gave it a 1.5. Uh, <laughs> so we're pretty close. I, yeah, definitely below a 2 because there are oh. some the real glaring editing errors in this. Especially when they come back from commercial. There was like this one scene where it's like a cliffhanger yeah. scene and you expect to come back. In, they haven't gone anywhere else in the whole show yet. It's all in this one... Uh, building, oh. and so you come back, and all of a sudden you're like somewhere completely different, and it's like, what's going on? Where am I? Who are these people? What's happening? Yeah, bad. <laughs> all right, let's see what else I saw oh. this week. I saw a show. Oh, I saw Jersey Shore Family Reunion. Uh, I guess I thought it was the season three, but according to MTV, they're calling it uh, season season two, like episode. 14 or something so it's like the continuation of season two um it's the same show and i actually hate this season to be honest oh why well here's the problem with jersey american jersey shore as compared to jersey shore or geordie shore geordie shore has updated the cast over time so that it stays fresh i'm just Mm -hmm. sick of these people (laughs) and the I think if they would have done the Geordie Shore thing and updated the cast when they brought it back instead of uh, bringing back all the exact same people, it would be a much more enjoyable show. But, uh, yeah, if you want to make fun of me for liking Geordie Shore, email us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. I watched uh, some documentary, uh, Louis Theroux, Surviving America's Hate uh, Most Deadly, the uh, he was there. Uh, this is about the West Bastard. Jesus Christ! The West ba- West ba- Westboro Baptist Church. Church. You say it, look. Westboro Baptist Church. Thank you. Uh, uh, this is uh, he's been there in 2012, and I think it was four years ago, and now. This time, again, uh, very, 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 very good. Uh, I recommend it for everyone that likes Lustro. Have you watched anything more? Yeah, I saw a couple more things. Uh, Family Reunion was a sitcom on Netflix. I saw three episodes of this. Okay. Starring, you remember the show from the 90s, uh, Tia and Tamara? Yes. It's starring Tia, uh, from, ah. but she's all grown up, obviously. She's, uh, and it's about a family who are go- they go on vacation to their grandma's house, and then they kind of end up uh, having to stay there for one re- reason or another. Uh, and they end up having to live there, even though they kind of, she's a very strict grandmother. She's very... She's just a very strict Christian lady, you know what I mean? And their family's not necessarily like that. So that's kind of the the thing about this show. 
It's not very good. I would say it's not a very good show. A uh, very Christian. It's like super. The third episode is all about Bible verses, basically. Um, I gave this a four. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody necessarily because I don't think it's that great. But <laughs> it is just kind of if you're a Christian who wants to watch a silly sitcom, I guess it could be okay for you. Have you ever heard of Nancy Grace, Luke? Yes. Isn't she the worst human being on Earth, almost? One of them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen her, what she's doing, or, like, she got fired a long time ago, right? And uh, I haven't seen what she's been doing since, so. Oh, guess what she's doing? She's doing a TV show called Injustice with Nancy Gray. Okay. About Pamela Vital that I saw this week. Uh, I feel the... Um, I, I was I was t- talking to a, a friend of ours about this, and I said it's the most scary thing I have ever seen in my entire life, mostly because it has Nancy Grace in it. Um, but uh, I gave this a 2.5. Uh, don't watch it. Okay, and then the last thing I saw was Season 3, Episode 1 of Snowfall. Yes. Uh, very good. Alright, uh, what do you think of this? No, it's very good uh, that you saw this, because I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, check this out this week. Uh, still good. Yes. I think this episode... It, it this At least the first episode... It's not only on par with the other two seasons. This was one of the best episodes of this show so far. Uh, really amazing oh. episode. Building a whole lot of new storylines for this season and moving us ahead. Um, it didn't skip any time, but it's moving us ahead in the story where we, it, it, in this very first episode, we created a whole new kind of bad guy for the main character. Um, very cool. Check, cool. This, check this out. I give it an 8. Uh, the last thing I saw was an HBO documentary called I Love You, Now Die, uh, The Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter. This has two episodes in it. The first one focusing on uh, the um, prosecutors and the second one uh, uh, focusing on the, the defense. Uh, HBO uh, does True Crime the best, I would say. Uh, very good documentary. I give it uh, 8.5 out of 10. I love you, now die. No, now die, it's called. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, are you ready for a main topic? Well, as ready as I'm going to be, I suppose. This was a little harder than I thought it was going to be, actually. Uh, yeah, for me as well. I have absolutely no honorable mentions. Uh, I have, I guess I have a few. Uh, I had a hard time with the worst more than I did the best, actually. Yeah, me too. Should we do best first? That's what I think. Uh, we're gonna do the be- top, our personal top five, uh, best and worst, or most loved, most hated... Uh, fruits, veggies, ber- and berries, just to kind of give everybody out there uh, 
a little more insight into us. I mean, when we do the main topic, we do the news and everything else, we don't really give any insight to, into me and Fro. And so we, this is kind of a segment to like let people know kind of what our likes and dislikes are, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's start with the best. I mean, uh, I'll start, I guess. Uh, my number five, it's going to sound like a weird one, and that's why I put it at number five, just to kind of kick this thing off. Brussels sprouts. I actually really love Brussels sprouts, bro. Yeah, me, me too, actually. Uh, I'm also one of those. I, I, I almost had it on my best list. I, it's very good. As long as I think one thing is people cook them incorrectly, and that's a real problem. Yes. Uh, is they make oh, yeah. them all mushy, and if you get mushy mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts, then sure you're gonna hate them. But it's a that's like a common thing, even in like uh, TV shows, to see the kid who doesn't like Brussels sprouts or whatever this or that. It's a common trope. But I would say uh, they're super underrated. And I, I I really like. I think uh, Brussels sprouts with a little butter and garlic on it, it is is fantastic. And most part, you should water bath it instead of boiling it. People that boil Brussels sprouts are a little crazy. People right. that, uh, uh, steam, that steam them the, and then steam uh, them, yeah. Fry them in some butter, and then you got the mm. really good. You want a little char on them when you're after your. Uh, once you cook them in the pan, yeah. My number five best is uh, avocado. Uh, I think av- avocado is very underrated. Uh, I think people think that it doesn't taste anything. Uh, but a little pinch of sea salt uh, on the avocado and, and you eat it with a spoon... When it's just very, very, almost, almost over to to spoiled, it's one of the best things I can lunch. Uh, uh, avocado, a little like Himalayan, Himalayan sea salt on top of it, a little like right. uh, on on top of it, as a spoon. Uh, feeling, uh, I love to make uh, uh, guacamole as well. Uh, that's I'm, real, I'm really weird, Fro. I like avocado, but I don't like guacamole. Mm-hmm. It's very, I'm very yeah. strange. I, yeah, I don't. I like mm-hmm. the firmness of the avocado. I, when you smash it up, like if you were to make very chunky uh, guacamole, I might like it. But I don't like it when right. it's just all creamy. I like the thick, the the feel of the avocado more than anything else. Uh, yeah, I'm a little weird that way. I actually just recently found avocados as a thing. Like, I hated them forever. And the reason I hated uh, them is because I didn't like guacamole. And then one day I tried it, uh, an avocado without guacamole. And I was like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. I like avocados. I just don't like guacamole. <laughs> it was like <laughs> my whole life I, I, I had tricked myself into thinking I didn't like avocados. But what I really didn't like was uh, guacamole. Very strange. Yeah. You know what r- really goes good with avocado is bacon. Uh, because of yeah. the, the oh, saltiness so of the bacon goes really yes. well with it. Yes. Okay, my number four. Um, I'm gonna go with garlic. Mm-hmm. I I mean you I can't barely make anything that I'm cooking without garlic. Uh, except for I mean even Mexican food I throw garlic in. You know, like everything is good with garlic. Oh my gosh. Sorry, just something fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. It's my number six. 
I had it on my list for a very, very long time. I'm uh, with you. I make everything with garlic. I love garlic, and garlic is one of the best things I know of. Mm-hmm. But it had to to get its space for uh, I. I was between that and uh, avocado as my fifth, and uh, yeah, I like avocado a little more than I like. Uh, uh, garlic. Yeah, garlic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My number four is uh, orange. Um, why it's so low, you ask? Uh, I think oranges are very, very hard to find good oranges because uh, most of them get very fast watery. Uh, I think it's the best of the citrus fruits. I'm not a big fan of lime and and uh, lemon uh, because it's too bitter. Uh, where I think I think uh, orange is just the perfect amou- amount. Uh, maybe. Uh, like a a, a, a small uh, kind of peely thing uh, as well. Um, orange juice uh, is one of my favorite things ever. I love the taste of orange juice, and I I can eat myself to death on oranges. Uh, is the reason you can't get uh, really good oranges is because you're in Norway? Is that one of the reasons? Yes. Yeah, I, I was assuming. Yeah. Because oranges yeah. here are obviously just prevalent. They're everywhere because uh, I'm on the West Coast. I mean, it's probably true for the East Coast as well, but uh, I think I agree with that. Um, I was actually, for my number three, I was in between two things, and one mm-hmm. of them was a citrus fruit. I was thinking either lemons or the thing that I picked, which ended up uh, being tangerines. Mm, yeah. One of the best like snack fruits there is, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah. uh, that and uh, maybe like kiwi and plum are like the three best like kind of snacky fruits that you can just put in a bag mm-hmm. or something and eat them whenever. Uh, but I think orange is right there with all those ones as well. But to me, I think I would personally rather have a tangerine than the other three. Uh, so yeah, tangerines are amazing, but they're also, they're even hard to find here is the thing. It's very seasonal, right. super seasonal. Uh, my number three is, uh, underrated vegetable, uh, cucumber. Uh, I, I say that it's uh, very underrated because again, people say it tastes like nothing. Uh, but I use cucumber a lot in water. Cucumber, oh, really? yeah, cucumber water is uh, sliced cucumber in into water is one of my favorite things to drink. It, it, here in America, uh, that's like if you go to a day spa, they always have cucumber water. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I I I enjoyed uh, the taste of cucumber. Yeah, there is actually a taste of cucumber, and I also know some recipes uh, that uh, will freaking blow your mind where you slice uh, the cucumber take it in half take out take a little of mayo and uh, the bacon uh, together and fill it and made made filled uh, cucumbers yum yum 
it's a very good way to diet because you actually use more allot uh, calories to eat a, a cucumber than a cucumber has. I've heard that about crab as well because it takes so much yeah. to shell a crab that you're using more calories than you're actually eating. You know what's? Whole, I actually don't. I'm. I don't like cucumbers. Uh, this is kind of the same thing as like uh, with the guacamole. I don't like cucumbers, but I love pickles. I love anything mm. pickled. I just. I think cucumbers are just pickles in training. Is all they are really. Um, and also, one of the worst things ever is. Uh, lime cucumber Gatorade fro, which is a thing that uh, exists here in America. It's awful. Sounds awful. Sounds <laughs> awful. What's your number two? I'm gonna go with my number two. Potatoes. I can't. Mm -hmm. Potatoes are just so versatile, and so maybe it's the Irish in me. I've got a lot of Irish in me, but I just I can't get enough of potatoes. Like, uh, my personal favorite. If I if I had potatoes, I'm almost always kind of make like. Uh, hash browns O'Brien, which is like you know be uh, onions and bell peppers with uh, sliced up uh, potato and then fried in a pan uh, with a little oil or butter or something like that. Uh, but there's uh, so many other ways. But the other thing is potatoes are so filling as a meal. Uh, mm. They just incredibly fill up your stomach. Uh, yeah, potatoes, my number two. Maybe it will show up again <laughs> on another list. Uh, my number two is blueberry. Uh, this uh, is a very personal uh, pick for me because uh, uh, blueberry is uh, one of the few ways I can regulate my poop. Uh, because blueberries makes you constipated. Uh, with uh, since I have a, uh, I almost said vasectomy. <laughs> I don't have a vasectomy. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> Sorry, since I have a stoma, that's what I meant. I don't know why vasectomy came into my mind, but anyway, uh, blueberries. Uh, are are very tasty, very nutritious, and also makes uh, my stomach uh, easier to control. So number two is blueberry. Well, oh, that might have been TMI, but okay. Uh, I'm on number one already, right? Yep. Uh, this one is kind of super specific to me, and some people hate this thing, and a lot of people have never even had it. And um, but when I was a kid, because I live on the West Coast. There's one specific season that this uh, plant grows, and it becomes, like, it shows up in the supermarkets for, like, a month or a month and a half, and it's fairly cheap during those time periods. And so that's the only, like, once a year for, like, a month and a half, you get to have this as a kind of a treat. And that's why it's so special to me, is artichokes, Fro. Mm, love you, artichokes. You love, okay. Have you ever had a whole mm -hmm. artichoke? I'm wondering if you can even get whole artichokes in a... Uh, Norway. No, I I have only have dried, or like the canned ones or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to uh, uh, steaming a whole artichoke and eating it with a a little may mayonnaise or uh, or a mix or something. Sometimes I like to do like a sour cream mayonnaise mix with a little dill and maybe a little lemon juice in there and dip it dip mm -hmm. it in that. It's not only like really tasty. Um, 
it's it's just a really fun thing to eat. It's like eating an alien plant or something. Uh, so yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> my number one is watermelon. I love the taste of watermelon. I could pick cantaloupe as well, uh, but um, or honey melon. Uh, but watermelon is my favorite. Uh, I think it's definitely uh, the premium of those of the three melons you just mentioned, for sure. Yes. I, personally, yes. I would uh, say honeydew is last, and cantaloupe's right there in the middle. Right. Uh, yellow watermelon, have you ever had that? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yellow watermelon. You should actually try to taste what it. What part's it's, yellow? Uh, the whole thing. The, the, the flesh of the, f- the oh, inside. Oh, really? Not just the skin yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah. Is the skin yellow no, no, as well, no. or is the skin still green? No. The skin is still green. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It tastes so much different than normal watermelon. But uh, I, I will pick normal red watermelon, especially now in the summer. I love to freeze it uh, again in water. Uh, also, it's so... Like you, you said about potatoes, uh, it fills you up very fast, and it's it's not that expensive in Norway, believe it or not. When I was a kid, fro, uh, probably from ten to like fifteen years old or something like that, fourteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. I was the watermelon eating champion uh, of of my like local fair, where they did every year they would do a watermelon eating contest. I won five years mm-hmm. in a row. <laughs> Cool. I know how to eat me some watermelon, boy. I love watermelon. Okay, I will start off worse then. Actually, I wanted to tell everybody that this is basically what me and do when WWE uh, pay-per-views are bad. Uh, um, I'm just realizing now that we're doing it. <laughs> is mm-hmm. We basically just talk about food or something like this uh, when the pay-per-view gets really bad. And I'm just realizing that this is almost the exact same segment. I'm kind of enjoying it. But yeah, go into the worst. Yes. My number five is uh, your number two, I think, potato. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, this I pick it out as my number five as worst is actually a practical thing because I find potatoes incredibly hard to boil. Uh, and when I say that, you, you laugh to yourself, uh, isn't it just to boil? I think potatoes are a little like pasta. Either they are undercooked or they are overcooked. And there is so little difference between that in boiling time. So when you boil a kettle of potatoes that are different sizes, some of the potatoes will be very mushy and not edible. Some will be a little undercooked, and some will be just perfect. So I take it from a boiling perspective that I don't like potatoes. I also don't especially like the taste. I I, 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 I like things that are made of potatoes, like fries and things like that. But right. potato itself, no. Uh, not my thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised... I mean, there's so many. I don't want to pull like a Bubba Gump from the uh, Forrest Forrest Gump movie where he's like uh, going off about shrimp. It's like uh, you could 
Yeah, you can boil potatoes, but that's probably the worst way to have them. You mash potatoes, you can, you know, uh, cube potatoes, hash brown potatoes. There's, you know, ton French fried potatoes, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I kind of feel that way about tomatoes, though. Because I, I as a tomatoes go, I hate tomatoes. But, mm -hmm. oh, this isn't on my list of work. Well, it is on my, like, honorable mentions. But tomatoes are weird for me because I love salsa. I love pasta mm -hmm. sauce. I love ketchup. I hate tomatoes just chopped up in a salad or on a burger. Yeah. I don't like tomatoes on a burger either. Uh, I'm a little weird that way. Actually, um, I, I had some honorable mentions for my best before I go on okay. my worst. Asparagus, we didn't mention somehow, is amazing. Oh, good. Love asparagus. Uh, strawberries uh, I had on mm -hmm. here. Marionberries. Yep. Have you ever had marionberries, bro? It's, it's a local thing. No. In America, but Marionberry pie oh. is like one of the best oh. pies you can have, bro. Uh, boysenberry, love boysenberry. And I actually had lemons on my best. Yeah. So my number five so what's worst your five worst is a kind of a weird yes. one that probably a lot of people really enjoy, but pears. I hate pears. They're gross. <laughs> a pear or pears? <laughs> Wait, I mean, if there's like a table and it has oranges, apples, oh yeah, apples can go on the best as well. Uh, oh yeah. Oranges, apples, and pears, it's like, there's not even a, a it's, it's either orange or apple. Like, the pears are always going to be the last one left on the table if there's a big group of people, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. pears, my number five. My number four is eggplant. Eggplant uh, tastes absolutely nothing. You can fucking fry it, you can boil it, you can have it in... Uh, you can try to make lasagna out of it. It's called something else that I don't remember when you made it, uh, make it of, uh, with eggplant. Eggplant with salt, you can try to have. It's sponge material. It yeah. tastes absolutely fucking nothing. It's, it's just one of the most boring shit vegetables out there okay my number four i went with turnips uh mm. i think they're just bitter and gross and don't i don't know why anybody would grow them to eat i, I really don't understand <laughs> a lot of people like turnip Love greens turnip. as well and i just i can't yeah. stand them i think i just think they taste like dirt <laughs> that's so weird my number three is also, not that I don't like it, but I hate making it. My number three is onions. Uh, I like the taste of onion, but slicing a fucking onion, oh, yeah. that's one of the worst things I know of doing. It is so much crying. I cry every time I slice into an onion. They say it's it's, so it, it's kind of person to person. Like some people are way more affected by the the onion fumes than other people. And me, I'm also oh. like you, Fro. I cry all over the place. It's like there's like a puddle on the counter after I'm done. Yeah. So it had to be my number three. I like onions in things. Um, yeah, me too. But I as love far as like days. just onion itself, like if you were to put onion on a burger, I prefer like a red onion. On a burger than a white onion, which is a little weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, my number three, I went with uh, zucchini. I, yeah. This is a bullshit... It's eggplant thing. 
Yeah, it doesn't taste like anything. You can't, like, yeah. I've had fried zucchini, and, like, when you deep yeah. fry anything, it just makes it better. But deep fried zucchini yeah. is still not good. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I, I could almost say an eggplant and zucchini is on the same level. Yeah, they're pretty close. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, it tastes like absolutely nothing. And, and, and the shape of it is also extremely weird. It looks like a cucumber. <laughs> it should taste like cucumber. It doesn't. It's, yeah, it's just bigger, basically. Yeah, kind of, but it doesn't at all. Yeah. My number two is uh, coconut <laughs> uh, look. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, that ne- it's, is. Is it a nut? I don't. I guess we'll count it. I mean, I have one on here that I don't know if it's a fruit, veggie, or berry either. So, it's all good. If it's, okay. we're just gonna call okay. it from the produce aisle. How about that? So nobody yes. gets offended yes. <laughs> if it's in the produce from aisle. The... Yes, but uh, coconut, uh, coconut water. Uh, I don't like. I don't like coconut water. Uh, and you never know if uh, uh, coconut is good before you open it. Uh, it's shit hard to open one. <laughs> and I'm not that big of a fan of coconut in the first place. So I don't like especially the taste of raw coconut. Uh, I don't like coconut in food especially much either. Some Indian food, yes, maybe, but uh, no. No, that's coconut. Uh, okay, where were we? Uh, I guess we're on number two, right? Yep. This is the one that I'm not really sure if... I, I, it. I'm not sure what it is. It Mushrooms, in general, I'm, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. I, this is another yeah. thing I just think tastes like dirt, and I don't understand why people mm-hmm. want to just eat spongy dirt. I don't. I don't understand them at all. Yeah, I love, love, love risotto. Risotto is one of my favorite dishes of all time. Okay. And risotto with mushrooms is my favorite dish of all time. So you like mushrooms in general? Yeah, I do. Do you like mushrooms like on pizza and things like that? Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's love the thing it. I feel like if I, w- if I if you know, over time I grow up and my taste buds kind of mature... If I'm going to ever enjoy it, I feel like pizza is the thing I'm going to, it's going to bring me in, but it never has. I'm a kind of person that like, I know I don't like something every once in a while. I'll try it to see if I like it. Um, But that, that's how I became uh, liking olives was because it was on pizza. Like when I was young, I hated olives. Oh, really? Okay. I, 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 I thought olives were too, too salty. But now, uh, now I can't eat enough enough of olives. I love all, yeah, any kind of olives. Green olives. Yeah. I used to not like green olives uh, when I was younger, but yeah, um, I always like black olives. I'm looking here oh. for coconut is a fruit. It is not a nut. Okay. <laughs> and I'm oh. looking at mushrooms. Mushrooms is neither a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, technically, mm. mushrooms aren't even plants, Fro. <laughs> Okay. They're a special type of fungus, which I, I knew they were a fungus, but I didn't know funguses weren't technically plants. Yeah. Okay. My worst. Oh, holy. Whoa. Whoa. You are yes. breaking up crazy. Like, you are Robot McGee. All right. Continue. 
my number one look is very personal. Uh, because guess what? You can kill me with this. Uh, it's uh, Kiwi. My number one is Kiwi. Um, I'm deadly allergic to, to Kiwi. Oh. How allergic, you ask? Well, I can give you some stories of me ending up in the hospital uh, because people have used Kiwi uh, in some ways. So uh, I ordered a sliced melon from the store one time. Right, okay. It got got to me, and I ate it, and I got a, a allergic reaction and had to go to the hospital, and I called the store, and I was like, did you uh, use that knife or anything else? And she's like, yeah, we sliced some kiwi. <laughs> yeah, that is really allergic. Just even the traces yeah. from the knife that transferred over <laughs> to the melon, yeah. 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 Uh, so um, I also had one drop of kiwi like on my hand, uh, I think, uh, a year ago. Um and my hand looked like it was ten times bigger than the other one. I would I would think that kiwis would be super um, would be kind of like oranges where they'd be like really hard to get in Norway. But are they fairly common there? Yeah, kiwi. Yeah. Oh. But uh, happily, happily enough, it's not many things that I'm that allergic to. It's right. kiwi, uh, star fruit. Uh, funny enough. Huh, maybe they're in the and, same family or something. Yeah, and Gutwana, passion fruit. Right, okay, sure. Right. Yeah, it sounds like they're probably all in the same family, and maybe you're just allergic to that family of fruits, is my guess. Right. Uh, I love uh, kiwis, so I feel bad for you, I, kind of. I do, too. I could eat it when I was a kid. <laughs> you oh, it's you developed an allergy over time. Yeah, that happens. Uh, now I can't eat it. I don't have any food allergies, but I but as far as like allergies to uh, trees and uh, pets and things like that, I'm allergic to basically everything. But I have no food allergies. Um, I guess my number one. You're, aller you're allergic to humankind. I'm allergic to the earth, basically. I'm allergic to dust and trees <laughs> and animals. Yeah. Um, which is basically everything on earth. Uh, yeah, my number one, you had earlier, eggplant. I went, I went with eggplant for my number one. It, like you yeah. said, is a nothing uh, vegetable. It has no flavor. Even, I think the best way you could possibly do it is eggplant parmesan. Which is like, you just slather it in marinara sauce and cheese, and all you're tasting is the marinara sauce and the cheese, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I'm very glad that it's on your list. Other things that I don't like, especially... I don't like lime, I like lemon. I don't, just don't like the taste of uh, lime. And lime is like it, it can be good in certain things, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like a mojito uh, is that's the first thing. That mojito came to my, is good, yeah. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, as a fruit, if I lemon or lime, I'm all, if it was like I'm making fish, I'm always gonna go lemon over lime. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, I, I, I just think the bitterness of it. Uh, it's good in some things. I think it's 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 one it's one 
it's not something you're just going to eat, obviously. It's too sour for right. that. But it only goes with certain things, where lemon, I feel like, can go with a lot of a lot, a lot more things. Uh, I think squash, in general, I'm not a huge fan of. Butter, butternut squash, uh, <sighs> uh, acorn squash, all these squashes, I'm not... I've never been a fan of them, uh, personally. Yeah... I guess they are okay. I don't use them for much. I haven't used squash in many years, I think. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like it. So it's just like, uh, why why have it in anything? And my only <laughs> other thing that I had honorable mention was tomato, but I already mentioned that at the beginning. So, yeah, I think that's it for that. So, that was uh, some uh, veggies and fruits and things like that. Uh, hey, Lou. Have you seen a movie this week? Oh, I did. I saw a short film, actually, on Netflix. Uh, it was a okay. co- comedy, but very weird. I-, I would recommend this to you, Fro. It's only 30 minutes long, so it's not a hugely... It's not a big endeavor to try to get through or anything. But it's called Frankenstein's Monster's Monster Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. Uh cool. And it's about a guy who is an actor who makes a play called Frankenstein's Monster, Monster Frankenstein, uh, which is about Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster creates a monster, right? Um, Ah. But it's about a guy, his, I think his great grandfather made this TV show and he's going back, it's kind of like a mockumentary where he's going back and like interviewing his uh, people who worked with his father, uh, trying to figure it out and everything. It's like very weird kind of dog show humor, though. Um, you know what I mean? Oh, cool. Like that kind of humor. Yeah, yeah, it's not like show. laugh out loud funny yeah. humor. It's more thinking kind of humor. But yeah, like I said, it's only 30 minutes long. I would give it a seven. Uh, it has a lot of people you would know in it. It's got the main actor in it is the... Uh, cop from Stranger Things, whatever his name is. Ah. Oh. The guy who I I don't want to spoil anything about. At the end of season two. (laughs) Yes. That definitely doesn't do something, maybe. We will know next season. Uh, I saw a documentary called General uh, Magic. General Magic on Amazon. It's uh, about uh, uh, the uh, when Apple tried to make uh, mobile phones before mobile phones were a thing. Ah. It is very, very interesting documentary. I recommend it uh, for you. I give it a 9 out of 10. General Magic. Okay. A movie that I don't especially recommend, Look, if you want to hear about the movie that I don't recommend, is uh, The Curse of La La Rona. Uh, remember when we called yes, it? Yes, I do remember this. Yes. Uh, this is a horror movie, and it is a boring piece of shit. I gave it a 3 out of 10. Okay, the other movie I saw is Point Blank, 
which came out this year at some point. I'm not really sure. This is this is a movie yep. you've seen a hundred times if you've seen it once. It's about a lady who gets kidnapped and her <sighs> husband has to go save her. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 because this movie's been done a billion times in the last five years, and this was no different. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same film. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did this uh, in, in ADR as well. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Uh, then I watched uh, Long Shot, a comedy with, uh, I want to say Paul Rogan every time I talk about him. He's not called Paul Rogan. Paul what is Hogan? his name again? No. Rogan. No, Rogan. <laughs> this is the smoke-potting guy. The smoke-potting guy. guy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, let me Google it. Long shot. What is this? Seth Rogen. Ah! The <laughs> pot-smoking guy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> this pot-smoking guy, though. But, uh, yeah, uh, it is with uh, Seth Rogen uh, and Charlize Theron. Uh, it's about politics Right, I remember and this. It, yes, we did, also did it for ADR. Um, I don't really know if I liked it very much. I thought it was a funny premise, uh, kind of. It's a very, like, sweet comedy. It's more... It's more romantic comedy. It's something I would watch with my girlfriend. Uh, it's more that kind of comedy, more than laugh out loud funny comedy. Sure. But it was funny enough, and Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen actually has chemistry together. And I was like, this doesn't sound like a good pair together, but it is actually. I give. This movie a six point five, I think. Yeah, a six point five. I remember saying that I wanted to see it. I think it was when we were covering it. I was like, "That sounds interesting." Um, yeah. yeah. Premise is uh, is interesting. Uh, then, lastly, but not leastly, look, I watched a fucking very good uh, the thriller called The Intruder. With Dennis Quaid. Uh, I think we did this as well. Uh, It's it's not an old movie? It's a new movie with Dennis Quaid in it? Weird. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I think we did it uh, in ADR. I don't remember. Uh, It's about a couple uh, that buys a beautiful house. Uh, but uh, the owner uh, of the house doesn't want to leave <laughs> when they buy it. Hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah. I really, really, really <laughs> like this movie. Uh, it was fun. It was scary. It had uh, Dennis Quaid. Uh, it, it reminds me a little of Get Out, if Get Out was the other way around or something <laughs> when, when people try, like the white guy tried to fit in oh, in okay. a black relationship yeah instead of yeah Weird. but uh, 
I give it a 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. It sounds interesting. Probably want to see it. Yeah, it's a good trailer. So I guess let's uh, watch the trailer for this movie that came out last weekend, Crawl. Trailer starts now. Yeah, I hate that. They wanted to tell us that we know the trailer's starting. We clicked on the video. immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Wow, like everything in the foreground and background is very stylized looking. Yeah. Like it doesn't look real at all. Looks like, I don't know, remember Sin City? That, how that kind of looks yes. stylized? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where is she? She's under a house? Like in a basement? Hello, can anybody hear me? I'm trapped with my father in a house in Coral Lake! Please send help! Why does her voice remind me of Jennifer Lawrence? I don't know. I just feel like this music is not the correct music for the, what we're seeing on the screen. Oh. <laughs> Sam Raimi? Is, uh... Oh, did it say That's that? That's cool. Yeah. Love Sam Raimi. Mm -hmm. Oh, Archer! Whoa. Yeah, the he made the Hills of Us, yeah. Which was alright. I wouldn't say it, it was, was the best okay. movie ever. No. no, a lot of people okay. really liked it though, but I always just thought it was eh. They didn't. They it was good enough to make a second one. Yes. She even looks like Jennifer Lawrence. It's kind of just hard to take any movies like this seriously anymore after movies like Sharknado and things like that. I know. I know. Or even what was the uh, what was the Anaconda one? Uh, was it just Anaconda? Well, it was called Anaconda. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one was supposed to be taken uh, seriously as well, but that was just a huge joke. You know what I mean? So that was such an awful movie. But uh, look, what is this uh, Oscar-nominated movie all about? When a massive hurricane hits Florida, uh, hits her Florida town, young Haley ignores the evacuation order to teach. Uh, to search for her missing father, Dave. After finding <clears throat> him gravely injured in their family home, the two of them become trapped by a rapidly encroaching floodwaters. The storm strengthens, and Haley and Dave discover an even greater threat than the rising water level. Uh, I'm seeing 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6 out of 10 on IMDb, 59% on Metacritic, 82% of Google users like this film. Pretty good scores. So, I went uh, to uh, the audience review, because, as we always do, we went to the verified audience reviews. Banana Pineapple Boy said three stars. <laughs> no, two stars. Oh, uh, remember that meme? <laughs> uh, yes, remember Pineapple Pen? That was funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
two out of five. Uh, unrealistic leg got a bit, still ran, swam, and jumped. I have no clue. Arm got bit with gun and somehow still and control movie had the person swim faster than a gator, which is impossible. I have no clue. Okay. Uh, then I found Yadara gave it one star. This movie is total, totally predictable and actually kind of funny. Had a good jump scares though, but honestly, I would rather have my money back. Disappointed. Uh, but I also found a verified five-star review from Marisol R. That said, this movie has a little more gory than I expected it to be. But overall, I was very entertained. My partner and I enjoyed it very, very much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I went to the Facebook. Uh, Jordan Paradon says, definitely a must-watch. Five out of five stars. It'll get you on the edge of, of the... It will get you on the edge, and the gators look really freaking cool and real. The attacks are believable. Uh, a little gore in the mix. If you've ever seen Rogue, then you already know it's the same uh, expense, except they're, they're alligators, and there's many of them. Uh, I've never seen Rogue. I don't know what that is. Finally, a movie no, that acts on stuff that can actually happen in real life. So he felt it like it was really realistic, I guess. Uh, Anthony Santana says... This movie was so bad, I couldn't get into it. Uh, don't recommend it at all. Save your money. Uh, Carrie Lee Lynn Gibbons says, If you turn your brain and common sense off just to enjoy this as a fun popcorn movie, it's not bad. Just don't try to rationalize some of the characters' actions, and you'll enjoy it. Another movie coming out this week is Stubber. It's an action comedy. It is uh, directed by Michael Dosey with John Francis, the late Jonathan Goldstein. And it, it has 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 43% score on Metacritic. Yeah. Uh, when a mild-mannered Uber driver named Stu uh, picks up passenger, uh, oh, it's with Dave Batista and Kumar uh, Nanraji also, mm -hmm. uh, who turns out to be a, a cop hot on the trail of a brutal color, he is thrust into a harrowing ordeal where he uh, apparently ha tries to hold on to his wits, his life, and his five-star rating. Yeah, with Bautista in it, I'm. It looks kind of like it could be a funny movie, to be honest. I'm, I, yeah, you know, I, Dave Bautista is like he's hit and miss when it comes to movies. I think like he's been in good ones, he's been in bad ones, and this one looks like it could be an in between kind of just normal comedy film. So I would watch it personally. Actually, we haven't done Imagine that in a while. We haven't done that in forever. Yes, right? is uh, we forgot that we used to do which movie would you rather see of the week? Uh, Crawl. I'm going to say Stuber. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the movie bet. We are in the middle of the movie bet. We are so in the middle that I have a movie and you have a movie. That's right. You have Crawl and I have Stuber. 
So give me the numbers for Crawl. Uh, opening weekend of Crawl, which we, you know ne- neither of these movies are going to do as good as Toy Story or yeah. uh, Spider Man, so it's almost unnecessary. But twelve million dollars opening weekend for Crawl, and uh, eight million or eight point two million for Stuber. So Crawl Woo-hoo! actually did better than well, Stuber. I'm kind of actually surprised by that. Yeah, me too. That means that uh, my highest is eight point two million. I mean, I'm right. sure that is going to be the winner of this month. Right, mm-hmm. mine is. I'm still winning with the 92.5 million uh, that Spider-Man brought in. But uh, next week is the Lion King, so we'll see if you can uh, surpass what? me right there. The Lion King is that an independent? Yeah, it's a. Mm-hmm. It, it's based off of a Japanese cartoon. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to see it on Tuesday in 3D, by the way. That sounds like a joke, but have you ever seen the Japanese cartoon that's like basically The Lion King? I have, actually. Yeah, okay. Yes. 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 Um, I'm going to see The Lion King on Tuesday in 3D. I don't know if you necessarily need to see The Lion King in 3D, but if you like 3D movies, I guess. It doesn't seem like... It's not like a Star Wars or something like that where it's probably totally necessary. Mm, I don't really want to see The Lion King in the first place, so... Uh, At least the 3D adds something. Yeah. I have absolutely very low expectations for this movie. I love the original. It's so unnecessary to... to remake it. Anyway... Uh, plugs audibletrial.com slash citizen that's audibletrial.com slash citizen go there get the free book cancel it we will get money you get to keep your book it's that fucking easy do it audibletrial.com slash citizen anything in the Jeremy corner for this week I mean, there's a lot of news that we didn't cover this week. Uh, remember Eric Garner, the guy who got choked out for selling cigarettes? Like, oh, yeah. F- what, four years ago? Uh, the cop Something like that. The cop who did it got no charges this week. So, hooray American justice <sighs> system. Um, <laughs> California earthquake we didn't mention. Anything you got to say about that? No. Uh, you don't I watch mean, Big Brothers. Big Brother yeah. is based out of uh, California, so they did. It was they put a little thing of it in Big Brother this week, so that was kind of interesting. I mean, it shakes more than Merkel does. We haven't talked about that. It's not really news. I'm not sure. I, I mean, can, it's kind of news. Probably. Angela Merkel has been having some kind of what uh, shaking fits or something, and she said it was dehydration. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people mocked because yeah. that's exactly the same thing I think Hillary Clinton Hillary was saying that. during the campaign, right? I don't believe her. I think she has Parkinson, and I think that will be proven sooner than uh, later. I don't. I, well, I'm not really sure how Parkinson's manifests itself, like uh, just all of a sudden. Oh, I don't really think that's just, how Parkinson. Just, just like fucking that. That's I think it's an like a thing that kind of slowly come like 
starts and then gets worse and worse and then maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I know nothing about Parkinson's disease. Maybe that's maybe that's a thing. Oh yeah, Kamala Harris said that Russian bots continuing with our oh, yeah. Russia phobia. Russian bots oh. were the cause for the controversy over the Colin Kirkpatrick taking a knee during football games. She said that uh, it was all, it wasn't, you know, it, there aren't huge uh, disparities between uh, classes in America. That that had nothing to do with it, Fro. It was the Russians, of course. Just like everything. Uh, Nintendo has the handheld uh, Nintendo Switch for uh, $200 this week. That was it looks very, very flimsy, and I'm not going to buy it. Oh, so they just kind of uh, downgraded the casing and everything and then uh, sold it for cheaper? Uh, yeah, it's handheld, more uh, just handheld this time. Oh, I see. That uh, makes sense. So they got rid founder of... Founder yeah. of ne- Neo-Nazi Daily Stormer should pay for $14 million to victim to troll storm, judge said. That's good. Uh, we had some R. Kelly news that he's accused of kidnapping, child sex abuse, and paying victims not to speak to the police this week. That's also mm. something we it's didn't not cover. really news, right? <laughs> uh, uh, right. Yeah. New Dem candidate. Last week we talked about a Dem candidate leaving the race, oh, yeah. and then right as he left, somebody came in. It's actually this guy Tom Steyer, who I believe is the CEO of Starbucks. And kind of mm-hmm. a real huge jerk. He's some. He's like super against Bernie. Is his thing? Is he hates Bernie? Uh, well, he hates Medicare for all more specifically. So this guy is very mm, pro corporate. But I mean, he's the CEO of Starbucks. He he's getting in way too late. It, there's no reason for him to be in there other than to just try to stifle Bernie. Really. Oh, another thing. The NFL has started yes. doing uh, testing on uh, pain, uh, marijuana as a pain medication for NFL players. Mm. That's super interesting. Uh, uh, the guy who was on Big Brother last, or the celebrity one last season, Ricky Williams, right? he came out yes. and said, uh, pro this, saying how he thought it was such a good thing. So, yeah. Uh, England won the World uh, Cup in cricket this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, we have some cycling in Tour de France going on in sports. Cool. Up and down steroids. the Steroids, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't say, I mean, allegedly, steroids. <laughs> so allegedly, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I watched uh, the Armstrong lie again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's such a good documentary, uh, but uh, and and I, I was thinking about that because I was watching Icarus, uh, so I watched uh, the, the Armstrong lie again, and it's so fucking good. That man is one of the biggest douchebags of uh, in his. We should have a top five argument uh, uh, for the worst. Uh, for the worst uh, uh, sports star in history. Okay. He would probably be on there. I know some other cheaters that should be on there. 
Yeah, I mean, Babe Ruth. I, I could, was Babe Ruth a cheater? I thought he was just a drunk. It wasn't. It? Wasn't it? Wasn't mm-hmm. he thrown out of 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 uh, cheat so much that he was thrown out of ever competing? I don't think that was Babe Ruth. Maybe not. No. And then there was this deflated uh, ball scandal in in, <laughs> All right. in Super. Yeah. I don't think I, I would be that. very good at that uh, thing, but I could look stuff up, I guess. But I, I'm still, would it be funny? I don't know enough about sports to care. So yeah. Me and Luke are very into sports, I, especially soccer. I love <laughs> soccer, though. Like in in really, I love soccer. I'm a big soccer fan. But hey, uh, next week we will talk news of the week. Are we going to guess that uh, we are probably going to cover who becomes the new Prime Minister of Britain? I think that is uh, Monday or something. What is? Monday or Tuesday. The election? Who become? Yeah, of the new Prime Minister. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll have to look it up and figure out exactly what it is, but I I would assume it's this week, because that one we just watched, it was the final debate, so I'd assume it's sometime uh, before the next podcast, but it'll probably be on Thursday, so. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, we will probably say something about Assange next year, or Trump, or... Right, something the, like that. And the the Epstein stuff is supposed to come out tomorrow. We talked about that during the news. So, oh yeah. If anything interesting comes out about that, we will talk about it. But, I mean, nothing super interesting has come out about it. The thing that really we want to cover about the Epstein stuff is once we find out the ties to other people that were involved in this. That's yes. going to be the big story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will cover uh, the loudest voice episode four. We will do another digital uh, review of the independent movie The Lion King. And then we will do a conspiracy theory. Woohoo! What conspiracy theory is that, Luke? Uh, that Jesus Christ was a Buddhist monk. Apparently, uh, <laughs> this is... From, the unknown years of Jesus like at, that weren't in the Bible or whatever, people want to speculate on that. Of course, me and Fro don't even think Jesus is real, but... We'll cover this because it's an interesting story that people have brought up. Uh, and I believe there's a BBC documentary all about this, Fro. So that could be interesting. Mm. You don't you don't believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, Look, I'm so surprised. Uh, considering there's no <laughs> physical evidence that he ever existed. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's it for this week. From Norway, my name is Fro, from United States, his name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 